class of cannabis. It's been a glorious year. I want someone in here to stand to their feet and tell me their best way to smoke. Who will it be? Oh, you are there. What's your name, girl? Not him. Hell really matter when we all agree. What's your best way to What's up with y'all out there? This is the Best Way to Smoke podcast, and you smoking with Big J. And Serpo Jr. Make sure you hit that like button, subscribe, and tell a friend. Yeah, hit that like button. Please do that. <laughs> Man, look. Hey, look. We want to... <laughs> you got it on the rocks, too, though. Uh. Hey, look. We want to thank everybody that tap in with us and tune in with the Best Way to Smoke podcast, the subscribers, you know what I mean, the people that share it, you know, with other people. To bring them in for us, though. Um, you know we always jump into the tip, so this is the tip. This We close to the holiday season, and um, if you buying presents for people that smoke weed, for stoners, you know, know, know what kind of gifts they might like. You know, somebody that smoke papers might not want a bone. You know what I mean? Because a lot of people don't use the bone. It's a lot of people that do use the bone. So know what you buying. For that person, you know, if, you know, if they a stoner and shit, what you think? That's cool. I can dig that. But if they smoking and if it's a gift actually, and they smoking um, papers or whatever it may be, and you give them a bong or something, maybe a blunt banger. Try something new. Huh? Since you put it like that, though, you know, I get that though. But what if you don't like smoking them um, bongs though? It's a lot of people that rather smoke the blunt or joint. And guess what? Man, and maybe you may have some company or something that want to blow just like that. You can make those accommodations. Oh, okay. Straight so, up. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I got you. I got you, sir, bro. So a nigga get so a nigga get um, you know, you can you can accept the gift on behalf of people that might come over. Yes. Stoner love, baby. Stoner love. I can dig it, I dig it, I can dig it. So look, that's the that's the best way to smoke tip. You know what I mean? So look, we want to talk about, you know, some of the biggest challenges that's going to um, take place for 2023, you know, in the cannabis industry. You know, and, you know, if we look at it right now, we in a state where it's 21 states that allow rec recreational cannabis. Mm -hmm. You know, it's 37 states that allow legal uh, medical use of cannabis products. So it's still, as far as recreational, it's still less than the overall, you know, amount of states that we have mm -hmm. in the United States. You know what I mean? But, like, this is what's expected for 2023. Like, global cannabis sales are expected to increase from $13.4 to, and that's in 2020, that's started in 2020, mm -hmm. to $148.9 by 2031. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? That's how far it's projected to grow. You know, even yeah, with it project, projected to be uh, federally legal. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? That's, you know, that's what what, what they think. Like, I can out see there. that, like, right there. Like, just a, just a point on that one right there. You can see, like, where we at now in cannabis. You know, it's like, we ain't we ain't too old to not know to where it's like, it wasn't as many strains as it was 
when we was teenagers. Right. And even before then, if you take us up out the picture, you know what I'm saying? We babies rolling around like snotty noses and all that. Our parents had whatever type of bud was coming around then. Sure. You know, and it's like, if you see- like, straight bow. Like, <clears throat> you see the advancement just from that, like on the underground level, you know, and it's like now, and it's like a lot of states is is recreational legal, medical legal, you know, and it's like just the point I want how New York, it's like it was a time in New York, uh, they were seizing all of their little cannabis, little trucks, this, that, and the other little shops and stuff that they had. That was recently, yeah. Yes. So now, like going in 2023, you can see that portion right there or that little part, you can see an upscale going right there because mm -hmm. it's like now we don't have to worry about, oh, if the shop finna get ran in and shut down, if all my stuff is legit, you know? So it's like, as they see that projected grow, that's like what, like what, down there 15 years from now? Mm-hmm. Man. It's like, you know, you could do your research, like, just like really digging into it, like 60% of um, Americans believe that cannabis should just be legal for medical purposes. And recreational. You know what I'm saying? No, just, um, right, 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 for both medical and recreational. You know, and it's about 31% that believe it should be just um, legal just for medical. medical. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's it's more, it's, it's riding for, it's it's a high percentage for both. You know what I mean? For the medical and the recreational, because at the end of the day, you know, like we always talking about, we big advocates for the tree, you know, mm -hmm. for the green leaf and shit like that. Even different products like the cannabis drinks and shit like that, the edibles and stuff. So it's like, you know, weed ain't that bad. You know, as long as you know who um, you getting your shit from, you know, the worst thing you can get with weed is, you know, pesticides and shit like that on it. Too much of that kind of bullshit, you know? So as long as you know where you're getting your product from, I feel like, man, weed is not a bad thing. You know what I mean? Look, I think I'll be part of that little 61%, 60%. Right. Because it'll go both. I'm not biased with it. But right. when you just go with the 31 with just the medical, that's when, like, all right, I get to talking to somebody. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, so another person is going to have to tell me what's wrong with me. Mm -hmm. You mean to tell me I don't know what's wrong with me. Mm -hmm. You know, so me being me, I am totally incapable of knowing what's wrong with me. Right. So therefore, this person has to tell me what yes. I have to take right. medically. Mm -hmm. You know, and it's like, it's more than too many times to where it's like people have been misdiagnosed yep. with whatever it may be. You know, so if... If it's researches and things out there to where it's like cannabis deals with uh, depression, anxiety, pain, like like all type of things that you know about yourself. So right. if I know like, man, I'm feeling like this or whatever it may be, I know I'm feeling like this. Yep. So I can smoke this little bud, eat this little edible, however the hell I choose to use this. Yep. You know, because I know what's me. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I say like I parted a 60 mm -hmm. because it's non-biased there. It's like, okay, I use it for medical and recreational. Right. And then if you come over here with just medical, it's like, all right, so if I do use this for recreational purposes, you looking at me like I'm doing something totally wrong. Yeah. You don't know what I'm going through. So so now you y'all remember we we always talked about the Moore Act, which was, you know, a bill that they put in place to help benefit people that's been affected, you know, by cannabis and shit, by the weed, you know what I mean? Going to jail and all that kind of stuff. 
So that bill, I ain't going to say it went away. It was just trans, you know, kind of trans, it kind of morphed into the Cannabis Administration and Opportunity Act. You know, that's what it is kinda now. Like buffed it up, you sort of say? Right. Yeah. I think they stepped it up a notch because it would allow adults to, to buy and possess up to 10 ounces. You know what I'm saying? You'll be able to possess, right now it's just an ounce. So you'll be able to possess up to 10 ounces of marijuana without facing criminal penalties. In no kind of way, no tickets, no nothing. You know what I mean? You don't have to have no medical paperwork, none of that shit, though. You'll be able to have that in your possession. So right now, and it's like if if you have certain paper, like you have your papers and stuff together, you can't have 10 ounces in your possession if if you're able to run a shop or whatever it may be? Yeah, for sure. It's, it's different rules for them. You know, for people with those kind of licenses, that's growers, dispensary owners and shit like but that. But as an individual, it's like even like in the home or whatever it may be, it's only an ounce. You know, like, <clears throat> right. But you know, like we talk about in certain states and shit like that. I forget what state that was. You can you have shit. Uh, it's a lot of a lot of plants. It was like 20 some. Yeah, something. It was a lot there. of plants though, per person type shit though. So if you think about it, that allows you to have a lot of weed. Mm -hmm. You know, you're gonna have more than an ounce, and I think it was real lenient. Now, I ain't gonna say real lenient, but it was more lenient than like say California or you know, Nevada and other other states like that mm -hmm. and shit. You know what so I mean? So what is this one right here? Is that just pertaining to California right there? The more no 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 not, that's that's worldwide. Yeah, so this that's, is gonna be worldwide. It don't matter like what not worldwide, state, but you know in a statewide. Yeah, statewide. Throughout the US. Right. So as far as like the states that say that you can have two ounces here and an ounce here, because that's that's a big thing within the states. For because sure. within within these states that have they certain legal limits, say coming from California to say maybe New York. The ounce carry or whatever you can have in your possession may change. Because I think out there in New York, I think, if I'm not mistaken, like it's like two ounces or something. Yes, yeah, a little bit more. So what yeah. you're saying, like driving to go there? No, from like, here, like or when you fly. Taking a flight. If you fly. Because right. it's like you're not going from state to state. Right. You know, so if you're flying from one state that's legal and going to a next, it's like complications may come. You in you you within the United right, States. You're not right. we're not going outside the United States, sure. but we going from a from one state that's legalized to another that's legalized. But the variations may differ of what you can have personally. Mm -hmm. You know, so that makes it kind of hard for certain people that may be going on certain trips or whatever it may be to travel with their recreational or medical. Mm -hmm. So now with this right here, it's just going to be a flat ten ounces. For these states, that's legal. Yep, and that I, I think that's a dope thing, and it uh, it, it it's going to open up um, banking reform for the cannabis industry, and that's been big because it's a lot of it's still a lot of companies, legit companies that can't actually go to you know a bank. They have certain you know different um, like banking sort of kind of like banking um companies that allow you to hold your you know will hold your money and shit like that though but it's not like chase or bank of america like you know spots like that they mm -hmm. not they not fucking with us right now you know what i mean so if if it's federally decriminalized and took it took it off that schedule one drug list then you know it's gonna open up opportunities to get you know bank like we talk about man Bank accounts and shit like that, though. Um, 
business loans, you know, different things that you'll be able to touch as a business owner, as a legit motherfucking business owner in the cannabis industry. Hmm. That's big. It's a motherfucker, man. That's real big. Well, what else they talking about up inside of that thing, Big J? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I was looking at something on there too, though. It's like as far as like with the with with that <clears throat> that growth phase from from pretty much now to uh, what was that twenty thirty one? It's like if you look at just like that prediction right there, for them to put that out there. And the way that cannabis is going now, it's like, it's something to like really look forward to as far as like certain investments. You can start going in, in, on a stock exchange because they putting something up there to where it's like some of these cannabis stocks and things of such should be like up there with the big wigs. they not, yeah. This is like, if they making that prediction there, it's like, you got to look at it. It's like they looking at, you know what I'm saying, a big growth. You know what I'm saying? If you look, you know what I'm saying? If I was, if I'm not mistaken, it's like what it was. Oh. $13 billion to $148 billion. You might as well say $150 mm-hmm. billion. Yep. Within, w- within years, that's a yeah. reasonable reach. Yep. You know, that's reasonable. So it's like, if you see that right there, it's like cannabis is like really on the up and up and not really just like if you go outside of the banking, if you go outside of the flower, you go outside of the medical and stuff like that. You have people out there as far as like they taking the hemp, they're using the stuff, you know what I'm saying, to make certain type of clothing. Lotions, you, all kind of shit, know, deodorants. All, all that old all good kind stuff. Of and it's stuff. like, and if you look at it, this is like some of the, I ain't going to say the most natural stuff, but it's like you can tell that like, you know what I'm saying, it's like for people to go and do that, they putting time and effort into it. Something I heard, you know, not to get too much off, off topic, but something I heard about hemp just recently is that it also has uh, with a lot of carbon dioxide in it. Hmm. You know what I mean. So even just you know just smoking it and shit like that, um, even putting the lotions on and stuff like that is putting that carbon dioxide like in, in your body and shit. You so that's I mean? that's real dope right there. And it's like from you saying that right there, that's that that also means it's twenty thirteen. I mean it's twenty thirty one little thing for these billions. Mm-hmm. It's like that's opening the door for for different research as such. For somebody to go and find out, oh, this hemp can do this. Yep. Oh, this flower can do this. Mm-hmm. Oh, I can actually be funded to go and do this research. I don't have to be like struggling to, you know, like keep a roof over my head, this, that, and the other, and then yep. do something that I'm passionate for. So it's it's like a whole lot of information is going to be readily available in like 20, 2031. Yeah. Motherfuckers are going to be like billionaires. <laughs> like, Within yeah. off of cannabis. Yeah. But then just like even looking at some of the challenges, you know what I mean? Going into that, dealing with like the rock, the rising interest rates and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? So it's still a lot of hurdles and challenges that gotta be um that a lot of these companies gonna have to get to get through because it's about the money. You know what I'm saying? And like I'm saying, with the rising interest rates, it's the capital. Mm-hmm. So it's more that you gotta fucking put up. You gotta put up more. You gotta have more to offer to to be able to start that, and you know, and, and to get that going. You gotta have a solid team with that. Like, you, know, yep. so you gotta use your resources. If if this is a cannabis community and we like fighting to do this together, I understand certain people may not agree with others. Yep. But then you have certain people that do agree, and it's like those that do. If you rely on each other and share each other's resources, 
It's like that's how you're going to make that village or that city or whatever it may be that much stronger. You know, because if it just be like, all right, if if the people that have been fighting to have their cannabis products, hemp products or whatever it may be, like put out there on the market. Mm-hmm. And then once it's like legal, this, that and the other, other company just come in and bogart you up out the way. Because it's a flood. If people band together, you stick together and you keep a fight, you know what I'm saying? It's like you can kind of like somewhat combat something. I'm going to be a strong believer in that shit. And I hear what you're saying. I definitely hear what you're saying because, oh, but it don't, majority of the time, it don't Don't go go that that way. way. No, it don't. But it's like a motherfucker's acting That's like like, a hope and a dream kind of shit, though. You know what I'm saying? For real. It's It's like a hope and a dream because- we we keep talking about Walmart and and um Amazon fucking Amazon and shit. and shit though. We not thinking about the um the brands that make Newports and the Camel companies and the motherfucking all these uh, all these other um alcohol companies that's going to get involved in this fucking industry cuz a lot of people believe cannabis and alcohol go together. I, you know what I'm saying? A lot of people believe that. So it's going to be a shakeup because it's not going to be just Walmarts and those retail businesses. Yeah. It's going to be the tobacco companies. It's going to be the alcohol companies. It's going to be a lot of different companies that has the money and the capital to get in it because it's going to be so profitable. That's why we're going to see the shit every motherfucking where. We're going to see it in gas stations. It's going to be packs up there on, on, on the like, Give me that pack of um, Gorilla Glue right there. And it's going to probably be booboo as fuck. Because a lot of these states want to regulate the TAC levels. That's why the the the, the black market is, is going to flourish. And that's another reason why I believe it's going to be a challenge in 2023. Because if all these things change and it is decriminalized, mm-hmm. a lot of these companies, is, it's going to water the shit down. You know what I'm saying? This shit going to be watered down. So the underground is that still going to be having that real gorilla glue. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That real death, that store, that real, you know what I'm saying? Whatever, real cookies, real this, real that. Nigga, they, they going to flourish. The people that know how to go get that product is going to get that product. You don't think that like, like how you say, like the Newports, the Camels, the Cools, and all them motherfuckers. Like if the the alcohol companies and this, that, and other, if they get a hold to it and they putting out boo-boo stuff, like do you feel as if like people that's within the industry now and if certain businesses that they are engaged in, say if it's not, I guess, worthy, lack of a better word, to go up against these companies, do you think that they can actually like take their resources and actually get on that team right there to actually produce uh, legitimate product. Yeah, I believe it. It def, it's gonna probably go that way in a small percentage. I give it a small percent that's gonna go that way, but it's gonna be a lot of people that don't want that strong ass THC shit that we be smoking and shit. It's gonna be a lot of people that's gonna probably be like, "Oh, this is only fifteen percent THC. Oh, I might try this. This is oh, this is cool. I'm not and super that's gonna fit. High. That, that's really gonna fit." those consumers but it still opens up it's, it might be people that consume like that that buy the high grade shit right now and smoke a little bit of it at a time because they don't want to be too high <laughs> man that's real shit though because oh, it's a lot of different type of stoners out there you know what i'm saying 
It's a lot of different motherfuckers smoke. Different motherfucker might put tap a little bowl and shit in they bong. Just a little bud, you know what I'm saying? It'd be, be cool for the whole mind. for the for the whole night. <laughs> nigga can go to sleep high as a motherfucker. You know what I mean? So it's gonna definitely be those people. But look, though, hold on before you go. Those people who take that one, you know what I'm saying, little bowl or whatever, and they go out <laughs> for that night, it's probably some good. So if you're going up there getting this bullshit, you finna be taking five, six, seven fucking bowl hits for you to reach that one no, that you had no, before that it's gonna, look though because oh because just think if a tobacco company get a hold of the shit it's gonna already be in the cigarette they're form. not gonna be high you just having a fucking head rush but listen to what i'm saying like a person that don't smoke that much just a casual smoker that oh this is only you ain't got no business smoking <laughs> <laughs> shit <laughs> He ain't got no business smoking. That's not reality, though. You know what I'm saying? That's not, that's not the reality of it, though. You know what I'm saying? But the motherfuckers who smoke is going to get the shit that they want to get. You know what I'm saying? And that's what you're saying. The black market yeah. might flourish. Yeah, and just think about COVID, though, right? The way COVID did shit, though. It was a lot of people that wasn't smoking weed that came over and started smoking weed, though. <laughs> you know what but, I mean? Because motherfuckers sitting at home. And those are the people that probably was like, huh, that shit too strong, but then no. it's like, huh? Okay, let's go. Let's go check it out and see. Um, oh, they got something that's a low grade. Oh, okay. Oh, um, um, Camel might come out with a um, with a, with some pre. See, that's like looking up, like going towards then. It's like a lot of people like going back. How you say with the COVID? Yeah, you know what I'm saying. A lot of people like started smoking bud then. You know, and it's like a lot, nigga. They flourished. For, for that look, was one uh, industry that flourished during look, COVID. I forget who put I, I forget who put the research out there who did the study, but it's it, it, it's a study out there. Like if we go in the show, go in the comments or whatever by then, I have it for you. Yeah. But it's like during that time. No, no, no. All you gotta do, look, just just push that button on the side of your head. No, do, 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 do. no but look <laughs> though. <laughs> look though. But it's like they say they came over because a lot of people were losing jobs. A lot of people were were like, yep. you know what I'm saying? In some areas were threatened with like losing the homes, this, yep. that, and the other. Yep. You know, so it's like the feelings and things that they had, a lot of those people came over to smoke then to deal with the yep. sadness, the depression of certain things that's going on. Yep. And a lot of those people who came over and started doing that got like a different, like, and got mm -hmm. to like doing certain things, mm -hmm. you know? And that doesn't come from a doctor coming and saying, oh, you going into depression. You know, that's going back. I know I'm going back to like me being a part of this little 60% that's with it to go uh, recreational and medical. These, it, it, It's like you got this study of these people, all right, I'm losing this job. I'm, I'm starting to lose my car, this, that, and the other. Man, I'm feeling fucked up. Mm, I done smoked some real Gorilla Glue. Yeah. You know, it's like, all right, it didn't calm me down to the point to where it's like, all right, I am totally aware that I'm about to lose my job, I'm about to lose my car, but my mind is not flooded to where it's like I can't think of a different way, a different revenue stream to yeah. me to get out there Because what do they something. say, you smoke sativa to figure out the issue, you smoke indica when you know you can't fix the issue. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I mean? Oh, snaps. That's, that's cool right there. During the pandemic, according to participants, uh, precipitation, perceptions, 29% reported they increased only cannabis use. 15% reported they increased only alcohol use. And 19% reported they increased both cannabis and alcohol. 
Right. So mm. you look at that percentage. I mean, that's a pretty high number, though. And when you think of, if that's looking at the, that's the United States, right? Yeah. Look, and it's like that's a pretty like, high number. It is a for for the cannabis, and it's like I'm gonna give cannabis a tap on the back. You know what I'm saying? The pat on the back because it's like you got to rise up in that, and it seemed as if like alcohol, yeah, it increased, but it didn't go up that much. So you know? just just to what we was talking about, 19% reported increased um, cannabis and, and and alcohol. Like I was saying with the alcohol companies that. I'm, I'm, that's the kind of shit that they was looking at. All these reports, this the shit they, oh, okay. Man, watch that shit when that shit get decriminalized. You know what I mean? Right now, it's kind of like a great, it's like a, still a great area a little bit to where you can kind of maneuver. You know what I'm saying? But it's hard to, I ain't even going to say that now because they have a lot of these task force that's cracking. Like a few shows back, maybe about three weeks ago, Excuse me. We talked about um, all the dispensaries in Compton and shit like that, though. You know, mm -hmm. and I was telling you that, like, man, you drive down this street, particular street, and you're going to see a dispensary here, here, there, there, there. Now you drive down that street, ain't no dispensaries on that motherfucker. And that's in that task force, right? Yep. Went in there and shut shit down, got shit boarded up, mm -hmm. gated up and shit like that, though. You know what I mean? So... And that's, and that's the push that's coming from a lot of these legal dispensaries because as we're talking about the challenges for 2023 is dealing with the illegal market. And and like if the legal market is going to twist it the way that they, the way that it's like kind of projected to be twisted, if it's decriminalized, then like I said, man, the, the, the illegal market is going to flourish, man. And you think that's like some hater shit? Like if... You got a shop open, you're doing what you're doing, and then you got the shop up the street or whatever. They got their little papers or whatever it is, but you got some old dirt bullshit-ass weed. But the shop up the street got some cool shit up in there, cool prices and all that, so you dropped a dime on them. Mm. <laughs> hey, look, sad to say, though, so, hey, no, nah, man, you that's not no hater shit. That's business. You know what I'm saying? That's business. You can't, in the, in the realm of business, you can't even look at it like that. Like you said, you got to figure out a way to survive that. You know, maybe it's banding together or some shit like that or getting with some other company that's like-minded. You know what I'm saying? But it's not, it's not, hey, it's big, it's business. I can understand. Like, I, I, I can see it, but it's like, if I'm up there like that and it's like I'm a legal shop, that like, I, I should have more access than what some of these other motherfuckers may have. You know what I'm saying? If I can get quality product, all right, you know what I'm saying? You got your little $30 ace, $25 ace, whatever it may be, I'm finna combat that. You know what I'm saying? You can combat it and you can get your stuff, you can get your shit coming in and you will shut them down a whole total different way, yeah. businessly. Right, yeah, and, and it's a lot of businesses, cannabis businesses that's legal right now that's probably well-liked and well, you know, and take care of the consumers and shit like that that's going to survive the situation, man, once it's That's once wild. they get there. But it's like, shit, if you think about it, if all these companies, you know, that <laughs> sell a, a, one particular product, which is weed and edibles, how are they going to really band together? And what way would they band together and and um create revenue for each other? 
How do you, what, what idea would you have if you was in that situation as a dispensary owner, a grower, how would you get the band, get the, get the wheel moving, wheels moving for you guys, for all these a few businesses to get together? It's the sharing of information and resources. You know, it's like, like a simple way that I can put it, you know what I'm saying? It's like, if you go back in time, you have the villages. You have one village maybe real good with the medicine. You have another village that may be real good in growing the crops. You have another one that may be real good in the hunting. But once you have all these three coming together, you have you have your your fruits and vegetables, you have your meats and things of such, you have your medicine, you have your clothing. That's coming with the sharing of resources and that's mm -hmm. making that community really strong. You know, and it's like, I don't watch you at times, like talk to certain people and it's like, oh, you know what I'm saying? It's like, you don't got this, this, that, and that. You will share some of the information you got yeah. that you done sat down and learned on your own. You know yeah, what I'm saying? And yeah. that's vital information. If a, you could have just been a stingy motherfucker and be like, man, nah, I'm yeah. going to whack this. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But as a community, it's like, all right, I know something. You may know it, but you not may be aware that you know the shit. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to share this information it's with like, you. Yep. You know, and then it's like, likewise, they may know something or be like, oh, well, I don't too much deal with this like that, but I know somebody such and such. Yeah. That's keeping this community strong. Strong. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So if like these outside motherfuckers, Walmarts, fucking Newport, Camel, all that shit. If Slide it, in. Y'all, all right, y'all can uh, compete with that shit, but it's like this community right here, it's like they sharing of their resources. And then you can go to this next community over here. They sharing their resources. That's still two communities that's within the cannabis world. Yeah, it's gonna and it's gonna be a lot of that. I think so, it's gonna be a lot of that. But just think about how many um, prospects, cannabis prospect businesses that, that that's out there. How, how many businesses that's out there that's flailing right now. You know what I'm saying? That's like, you know, we don't know what the fuck is gonna happen and shit though. You know what I mean? And I get that perspective, but just say, what if you got seven growers? <laughs> uh, three dispensaries you know it, 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 the math gotta match up too though mm -hmm. for everybody to be able to eat you know what I'm saying and then that way you know what I'm saying it's like okay that's where some of your competition or your your business well, what what you say business ethic will come in yeah. like alright if these like man these seven growers we got top quality shit coming from these seven growers oh. they not trying to put each other up out of business they got a, a, a cool ass Friendly ass competition. My plants is finna be better than yours. I'm finna come out and do this several, seven different ones. Yeah, but man, I, we these shops. I get to choose from all of this type just of think shit. If, just think though, if the, just think if it's if it's as far as the consumers that's coming in when they get there. Just think if it's not. It, it might be flooded, but just think if it's not flooded like that though. You know what I mean? Everybody not gonna eat, cause oh, you know what I'm saying? Everybody not. I love that way of thinking. You know what I'm saying? That positive way of thinking, though, for sure. Because, yeah, you know, that's what we be on, though. But just realistically, it's not going to happen like that. But look, because watch people, this, though. I'm look, gonna hold on, hold on. Because people are, you know, it's going to be like uh, 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 blood in the water. You know what I'm saying? And sharks and shit. Flying, oh, it's, it's blood in the water. You know what I mean? Like, uh, out of here. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Oh, that's more money for us. Out of here. That's more money for us. Gone. That's more money for us. 
Yeah. That's that's the because you gotta survive. But it's like, all right, that's business. I, I understand that too, right there. But it's like if if you got your business, you know what I'm saying, you got your team and your and your business is actually you seeing a profit from it. You able to eat, you able to clothe yourself, you able to, you know what I'm saying, have shelter. Mm-hmm. That's a good business to me. Yep. You know, I may not be competing with these others, but I'm making a profit from my business. Yep. I'm living off of my business. For sure. My business is, you know, if I make it unique, I adapt to the times. My children, my cousins, nephews, yep. they'll come up behind and they'll carry on that torch. Yep. You know, and I'm just finna say, like, within our little circle, there is a sharing of resources For that's sure. there yep. that keep everybody afloat. Yep. You know what yep. I'm saying? So even though, like, what I'm speaking, maybe it may not apply to other people and what they're doing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But the concept that I have or whatever it may be, I see it happening, whether, like, ours, we see it or not. You know what I'm saying? Certain things come up. It, it's shared. You know what I'm saying? This is an opportunity. Oh, it's shared. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Oh, fuck the opportunity. This is knowledge. Yep. It's shared. It's shared. Yep. You know what I'm saying? It's valuable yep. shit. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And that shit is practice. So if it's if it, if if I can meet those requirements to where it's like all right I can see a little profit, I can keep my family afloat. I don't gotta be no fucking billionaire at the moment. Facts, <laughs> you know facts, what I'm saying? Facts. So that's that that's where I'm getting my little. That's where I'm coming from with my little concept in my 2023 pushing forward. Yep, and like I said, because I agree, man, and I love the positive <laughs> thing. No, for real, because you know you know we kind of like minded in that same aspect. That's that's the way we go with it, though. You know what I mean? But just in the realm of business, like as, talking about the challenges of 2023 in this cannabis industry, That's it's going it, to be hard, though. It's going to be some growing pains. You know what I mean? And I hope a lot of these up-and-coming businesses, you know, uh, survive. You know, uh, you know, once they get there and can make it over that mountain, mm-hmm. you know, to be able to keep pushing and feeding their families because it's important. Mm-hmm. But it's a lot of these businesses right now that's nervous. You know what I'm saying? That's scared and shit, though, because they don't know what's going to happen. You know, we done talked to some and shit, though. True. You know what I mean? It's a lot of them that's like, damn, right now it's kind of a little gray area. We could kind of like, you know, figure out a way, some you know, some kind of way and shit, though, even though it's, it's getting a little stricter and stricter and stricter. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And even just trying to open up a business and shit like that. You might, a cannabis business, you might have to go to another state. You know what I'm saying? It might be another state that you can go to that's a little more lean or it might not cost as, cost as much to get in. You know, to, however you want to be, being a grower, an edible producer, or, you know, whatever you're trying to do. But if that's your passion and stuff like that, I mean, that move shouldn't really too much bother you because Hell it's no. like even, like, Take the cannabis up out of it. You know, you have people with employment opportunities that come across seas, other states, and you yep. have to be relocated, and you take that, and you go, and you flourish. Yep. You know what I'm saying? If it's something that, that happens like that within the cannabis world, I encourage it. I mean, if you can go to this place, and you can make your business flourish, yeah. go make your business flourish. Facts. You will have time to recreate, you know what I'm saying, once you get to, once you meet your quota. That's a fact. That's a fact, man. Yeah, man. So it, it's it's definitely gonna be, and, and I believe it's gonna be a lot of positives, you know, in 2023 in the cannabis industry. Like we said, for those companies that you know 
that do band together, you know, mm -hmm. and that that do push the same line and shit like that, though. You know, because, you know, as we talking and shit, though, and I'm thinking about it, you know, it's ways that, you know, these businesses can help each other floors by, you know, doing festivals, putting together, you know, different events where each, you know, band each brand, yeah, each brand can, um, you know, be there and represent their brand and shit like that, though, and let the consumers choose who they want to fuck with. You know what I mean? So it, it, it'll be definitely be opportunities and shit to get there, especially for them legal, you know, and legit businesses yeah, yeah. to, you know, to make their shit, though. But it's going to be a fight like a motherfucker, though. Like, and it's going to be a push because, man, once they do this shit, though, and if they do this shit, man, motherfuckers is going to be like, what the fuck? Oh, we can go get a pack of, we can go get a pack of weed. <laughs> motherfuckers be like, we can go get a pack of I guarantee at these stores and shit, it's going to be some spots that's probably had a weed in the jar and shit like that. Then you're going to have to really watch this shit, though, man, because you might go to some spots that had a spice and shit, though, and they're, like, disguising it as weed and shit, though. But I, I say one thing about me with my best way to smoke, man, I know where my shit come from, and that's how I'm going to keep it. You know what I'm saying? And that's how I'm going to smoke it. You know what I mean? On everything. For real, man. So look, man, we we appreciate y'all for tapping in and tuning in with us. And, uh, you know, we just wanted to talk about that. You know, what we think and what we know is going to kind of be an issue in 2023. You know, and even some of the um, positives. And like and like Serpo said, just just to be, um, you know, to, to kind of think, think positive. Because we both, like I said, we both like-minded in that aspect, man. And, and, and want things to go and be progressive, but we definitely gotta fucking be realistic and shit though, Man. because we know business is business, and it's not. It ain't no love in that shit. It ain't no love <laughs> lost. None of that shit though. It's yeah. business though. But look, Big J tapping in. Best way to smoke. Serpo Junior. Make sure you hit that like button, subscribe, and tell a friend. Yes, yes. Best way. Well, I feel like I feel good.